Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our number three of a weekend fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Whee! Uh, Joe Galina, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, and Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince, uh, taking you through a Saturday afternoon a wild card weekend in the NFL, uh, breaking down all the action for you. Whee! There you go. Yeah, take a ride, right? We. <laughs> Somebody's coming simmer, out to simmer. the show now. What the hell is going yeah. on? Simmer down now, gentlemen. Simmer down. Uh, so, so uh, we were talking uh, Baltimore Chargers. Any uh, sleepers out of this group that uh, you're interested in, uh, Mr. Taz? I'd take a shot on Mark Andrews um, mm-hmm. in, in Baltimore. I, I just think he's the tight best end. tight end mm-hmm. they have. Um, I, mm-hmm. I know everybody was on Hurst at the beginning of the season, but I, I'm just, I just wasn't. I think Andrews is going to be better. <laughs> um, outside of that, you know, if I'm going to take a shot on anybody, I, I like Mike Williams. I, I mean, I've always liked Mike Williams. Oh, you're back to him I, again now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, the kid's just so damn talented. It's just a matter of them trying to get him the ball more often, as we saw mm-hmm. when Keenan Allen went down and, you know, against mm-hmm. his tough defense, I, I think Keenan Allen is going to have a, a, a hard time getting there. And I think they're going to need either Mike Williams or Tyrell Williams to step up. And, you know, based on, you know, recent memory, I'm going to go with Mike Williams over Tyrell. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hunter Henry's name has been bantered about. But uh, I'm hearing that he might be on a snap count. If he, if he plays at all. So, uh, I mean, do you recommend uh, our listeners avoid using him or th- should they take a shot? Like a stab in the dark. Uh, it, it's a real stab in the dark at this point. The, the fact that they haven't, and I'm just checking now, I, I don't, yeah, I haven't seen any updates. Um, it, again, they have less than an hour to actually activate him. If they don't do mm-hmm. that then, then he's lost for the season. The fact that they're waiting right. this long either means that he's ready to go and they're trying to throw throw them off the scent that he won't be and they're going to do it at the last Mm -hmm. minute or that they still have their doubts that he's fully healthy and from what the beat writers Mm -hmm. are saying I'm going to go with the latter because they just don't sound like he sounds like he's very healthy Mm. what are you thinking about the two quarterbacks Uh, is there one that you like more than the other that you would uh, you know put in a DFS lineup you know Rivers or or Jackson well I I mean everybody likes Jackson because of the rushing you know floor that he gives you and all that um but i i gotta tell you i've been kind of fading both these quarterbacks uh this mm-hmm. week in dfs i, I just 
look, it, it, the Chargers want to win this game. They got to stop Jackson. They stop Jackson, then you know he's not going to give you anything in DFS uh, if they stop mm-hmm. him from rushing. Um, Rivers against that Baltimore defense, you know, like you said, with Keenan Allen not 100, um, percent you know, mm-hmm. and Gordon not 100, Eckler not 100, percent both Williamses you know, are uh, are dart throw in my opinion. I mean, don't get me wrong, I agree with you 100 percent that Mike Williams very talented, but just so inconsistent. I agree so with you that they're a dart throw. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm talking about guys you can get for relatively cheap that. You know, might yeah. have a chance at putting up points, and at that point, I'm mm-hmm. looking for somebody who has the upside. And you know, Mike, actually, mm-hmm. both guys have, have you know have touchdown potential, so it really yes. does come, come down to a dart throw. I'm just going with the guy I think is a better wide receiver, and that's Mike over Tyrell. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, why don't we take a look at some of these uh, prop bets here, uh, and then we could. Uh, well, what, what, before we do that, who do you think wins this game? The uh, three point, uh, the Ravens are a three point favorite. Uh, do you think they could uh, cover this? Do you think they win? Do you think that the the, the Chargers could do something here? If I'm going to bet this game, and believe me, this this game is really tight for me. I, I, my mind goes back and forth. Uh, I just keep mm-hmm. thinking back to that game a couple of weeks ago where they, they literally just stomped on the, the, this team. And whether or not they can mm-hmm. learn something from that is going to be key to this. So more than likely, I wouldn't bet this game. But if I did, I'd probably take the Chargers and the points because one way or the other, I think it's going to be a very tight game. Mm-hmm. I go Ravens. Um, and well, I, then you're just I, wrong. You're just wrong. You know, That's a stupid I, bet. That's know. just wrong. <laughs> Stop yelling at me, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> uh, well, uh, why don't we do these prop bets now? Okay, I, and I'll tell you why. Philip, uh, Taz is he yelling, was at, yelling me at me of, in front of the whole audience. All right, now, now, mean. guys, let's all get along. You see? You see? Uh, <laughs> now you're gonna have that's the other my twin Taz brother, Devil Chapman. Uh, that's <laughs> my twin his, brother. Uh, there you go. All the Taz uh, maniacs are going after me. So what do you Order think about 256 court. and a half? <laughs> Thank you, Sean. I knew I could count on you. 256 and a half passing yards for Phillip Rivers. Over or under? And don't I'm give me the wrong answer the, this time. I'm going to take the under if I bet that. I would bet the under. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at, uh, first of all, I mean, Ravens defense, but also uh, past four weeks, Rivers, uh, 222 yards uh, passing. That's what he's averaging. It's really slow down. Uh, He he Uh, killed fantasy owners in the fantasy playoffs, no doubt, especially my wife. She hasn't let me forget it yet. (laughs) <laughs> 220 uh, passing yards against Cincinnati uh, 330 he did what he had to do against against the Chiefs 313 uh, of course Baltimore 181 and then uh, only 176 against the Broncos so I'm with you on that one man and I feel bad for your wife not only that the fact that she's married to you but that you gave a bad fantasy advice <laughs> married to me for 25 years feel bad about that yeah just just like mine I don't know how they did it <laughs> Uh, so Lamar Jackson, 163 and a half passing. Do you think that the uh, uh, this is going to be interesting? Because I, I I like what you're saying. Did the the Chargers learn anything from playing the the Ravens a couple weeks ago? Yeah, um, and, and uh, that's the problem. But the problem is, I I think they will, and I think they'll try to limit his rushing 
which means I think mm-hmm. he's going to throw the ball more than he has been. And they've right. actually been giving up a lot of yards to quarterbacks of late, um, especially mm-hmm. on the road. They haven't had a single game all year where they gave up less than, oh, I want to say, I think 230 30, 234 yard, 235, I think it was against against the, uh, Seattle. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I think he has to go over, but it's going to be tight. I mean, it's not a number he's gone over a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, right? But right. he has gone over it in both of the last two weeks, and one of those games was against uh, the same Chargers team where he threw for 204 yards. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. I, I. I've, the one sixty three and a half is right, right at where you would think, you know, he would uh, produce. So that's a tough one. But you're saying slightly over. I, I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I think it, you know. Again, it really comes down to how do you figure the game is going to play. And in my mind, I'm I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the Chargers do a better job of stopping him running. And if then, mm-hmm. if he does, if they do, then I think he has to throw a little more. And, you know, that's not such a high number. And he did it against them last time in yeah. Los Angeles. So, you know, yeah, now yeah. that they're, they're in Baltimore, and only rushed the ball. that happening. Uh, yeah. Only uh, 39 yards rushing, too, in that game. Uh, right. The over-under uh, is 67 and a half uh, this week. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to take the under. Again, just going with the mm-hmm. game script I have in my head. If the game script is wrong, then all of these bets are wrong. Uh, luckily, mm-hmm. I, I won't be betting them because this game script scares the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And running back, <laughs> running backs, uh, we have Melvin Gordon at 60 and a half and Gus Edwards at 58 and a half. Uh, I'm a little lower on Gus Edwards. Um just because of Dixon there, what they could do. Um, so I think I take the under on Edwards. I think I got to take the over on Gordon. They need him to get over to have a shot in this game. They need him to get on the field and establish some of their own ball control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot of people calling for uh, Gordon to have a big week. And, you know, if he's healthy, I think he will. But uh, we'll have to see. Even though it's a tough uh, matchup, though. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Austin Eckler in this one because I, I think they definitely get him involved mm-hmm. in the passing game. Uh, and I mm-hmm. like him a little bit as well. I, you know, I don't see him having a huge, huge game against his defense, but I could see him catching mm-hmm. four or five balls. Mm-hmm. All when right. you're talking uh, about a cost on DraftKings, I don't know what the fan duel sure. costs. On DraftKings, I think he's only like, uh, damn, I had it in my head. I think he's like 4,300, 4,200, something like that. On DraftKings, mm-hmm. and, you know, again, another another good play you can get cheaply, so that you can go after more chalk in a cash game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what about these wide receivers here, Keenan Allen, uh, eighty-three and a half. Oh, Keenan Allen, eighty-three and a half. That's a that's a scary number. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to go under on Keenan Allen. Um, just because I, I just think Baltimore is really going to be on his back and, and really trying to take him out of that game plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hasn't hit that number since week 13. Of course, he didn't play week 15, or he he, you know, he started the game but got injured. Uh, but, uh, yeah, his numbers uh, in his last three games, 78 yards uh, receiving. Then he came back and had 58 against Baltimore and 64 against Denver. So I'm with you on the under for Keenan Allen. Uh, Mike Williams and Tyrell Williams. Uh, Mike, 40 and a half. 
and Tyrell, 37 and a half. Um, That's a, this is a tough one because you got to try to guess who's going to, you know, which of these two guys is going to be the heavy. Actually, I'm going to take a shot on both of these guys going over. Um, you know, both mm-hmm. big play guys, and really, you know, one or two plays could get them to that number. So, you know, mm-hmm. in a game where I think Baltimore is going to focus a lot of their, you know, secondary defense on Allen, I think one or two, mm-hmm. you know, there's a chance that both of these guys get a couple of big plays in the game and go over those numbers. So I, I kind of like both of them. Mm. And uh, Ravens uh, receivers, uh, you know, John Brown and Michael Craig. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Me. But it, it, it just goes to show you what they expect when you're talking about, you know, your number one receiver having, you know, uh, an over-under receiving yardage of 32 and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, even I, with Flacco, Crabtree was was kind of almost non-existent, but not this bad, of course. But uh, yeah, no, and, I think, and, I, I think, know, yeah. I was just going to say, at least with with Flacco, you know, John Brown came into the picture because he's a good deep asset, and Flacco can throw a good deep yeah. ball. Um, so that really mm-hmm. played into their hands. I, I definitely did expect more from Crabtree moving over. I, I, I've always been on Crabtree more than most. I think he's a lot better than people mm-hmm. give him credit for, but this offense just wasn't doing anything through the air with Flacco early mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah, So I would take the under in the 32 and a half. I don't know if you agree. And yeah, I kind of you know agree. I would take it, <laughs> yeah, I'd take a dart throw on Brown and take the over on the 25 and a half. And I was just going to say mean, the I wouldn't feel good about thing. it. Yeah, I was really? just saying. Okay, good. Yeah, wow. Because I, I think he gets one at least one deep play that they're going to need to make, mm-hmm. um, you know, to try yeah. and take some of that pressure off, you know, Jackson at the yeah. line. So, uh, I, I think uh, yeah. you know, twenty-five and a half. Again, one good play for Brown, and he covers that easily. Yeah, it's kind of like a tepid bet that I don't feel great about making, but you know, I, I think that he could hit the over twenty-five and a half. And I agree with you wholeheartedly that you know you hope that that. Jackson would, you know, need to hit that one uh, long pass, and he could do it in one one pass, one catch. And uh, Mark Andrews, the guy you spoke about, tight end for the Ravens at twenty two and a half, over under. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I, I like his chances um, mm-hmm. to uh, to do that. So yeah, I'll take that shot. I, I think they need to get him involved. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, So that's basically it uh, when it comes to this game. Hey, uh, we have a couple minutes uh, before commercial. We're going to go over the uh, Bears and the Eagles. But uh, some more news this week. Eight coaches uh, relieved of their jobs. Any of them, like, surprise you? I got to admit, I'm surprised that the Cardinals, I know know they kind of suck this year, but, you know, they gave gave the head coach one one year. Uh, Do you think that they – were you surprised? Like, did any surprise you? Put it to that way. Well, I mean, if any surprised me, that would probably be the biggest surprise. Um, mm-hmm, but not mm-hmm. really to me, because it really didn't make a lot of sense having, a, you know, a good defensive coach be the head coach mm-hmm. of a rookie quarterback. You want a, you know, a good offensive mind in there mm-hmm. that's going to work well with that rookie quarterback, yeah. try to get him better. So I never really thought it was a great fit to begin with, um, you know, mm-hmm. e- even – even before they went to Rosen. Um, so mm-hmm. I just, I didn't like it. He'll, he'll have no problem getting another job. He'll absolutely be mm-hmm. able to get another job. It's just, I, I don't like getting a defensive head coach with a rookie quarterback that you're trying to build up into your franchise. It just doesn't seem to work. Mm. Uh, and remember, we had a call last week uh, about the Dolphins and uh, 
uh, Adam Gase was was uh, fired. And we were trying to think of like if there was one player that you'd build this team around. You know, I actually think that uh, Gase. Uh, being jettisoned out of the, uh, the Dolphins, I, I think that Kenyon Drake could be a nice sleeper next year. Uh, you know, I was reading an article about Kenyon Drake about uh, you know, you know why he wasn't being used and why uh, you know uh, they were moving to, to to Gore, and and it almost sounded like they felt that Drake was the better running back, but they felt that Gore was the more consistent running back. And that's exactly so what it's it was. So it's almost like they were playing know, not to lose. Yeah. They, they felt more trustful of Gore than they did Drake, and that says mm-hmm. enough on, on its own right even though, there. Yeah. But even though Drake could hit you a home run, you know what I'm saying? I, I know exactly what you're saying, but the fact of the matter is yeah. that Gore came in and outplayed him in the preseason and you mm-hmm. know gave them enough hope that he still had some wheels, and he did. He ended up having a good season. They just didn't use him in the yeah. passing game at all, something they did a lot right. in his early career. Right. I have to double-check, but I don't think he scored a touchdown. I know, I, I know he played decent, but I would have went with Drake in the home run. I'm a home run hitter. But when we come back, we'll take a look at the uh, Bears-Eagles. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina and the Fantasy Taz Jim Day. An hour until game time. There you go. Take you through Wild Card Weekend. Sean Angle, producer extraordinaire, keeping us flying straight. Looking at, uh, we're going to go over the uh, Bears and Eagles game. That's the last game that we have to cover. Looking at some prop bets, though, uh, Taz. And uh, I should have brought this up earlier, but I have one uh, regarding uh, we had the discussion about Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. And uh, who's going to record the most passing yards this weekend? Uh, Is it going to be Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson? Dak Prescott is minus 150. Russell Wilson plus 110. And... I'm going to go against all conventional wisdom, and I am going to go with <laughs> Russell Wilson. There you go. Okay. Your man, Wilson. I can't get you off this guy, Wilson. Hey, well, it's... Wilson, it, look, you're like, what's I, that uh, Tom Hanks Wilson, movie? Wilson, Wilson, I'm sorry. 
You, you oh, walk around with a ball? I hated that movie. I hated that movie. <laughs> oh, great movie. Wilson, <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Oh, no. I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, one-person movies. Uh, I'm just not. Um, and that's basically what that was. Uh, I'm just not a big fan. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, even Vegas is real close. I mean, Vegas has uh, you mm-hmm. know Dak at two thirty-eight and a half, and Russell at two thirty-five mm-hmm. and a half. So they're expecting very close between the two. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. One big That's play fine. can change uh, the whole thing. Whole yes, thing. Yes. And one, uh, one. Bi- what was that Osmond song? One apple could uh, spoil the whole bunch, girl. Boy, am I dating myself? You remember that song? Yeah, really? <laughs> One bad apple. No, I, I, I have You'll no be Os- idea. I, no, never no, listen to the. You know, do you know who the Osmonds are? Uh, I, I think I've heard, heard of them once or twice. Like I, it's not like Weren't, I sit weren't home they the White Jackson Five? Basically, the White Jackson Five. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that that very high pitched voice. By the way, Jimmy Osmond. I, I don't ask me how I know this, but I just you know. Saw a uh, headline: Jimmy Osmond, the youngest Osmond, suffered a stroke in in London. He's doing some kind of stage production. How do you know so, that? I, I don't know. I just uh, I get notifications <laughs> on my phone. I don't know why the hell I would get a notification <laughs> like that. But uh, don't ask me. Well, okay, I listen. I'm the president of the uh, the Osmonds fan club. Okay, <laughs> but don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right. So uh, the uh, Bears are a six and a half point favorite playing at home against the Eagles. You, you used to have Fitz Magic. Now you have some magic coming out of Nick Foles. Over under in this game is 41 and a half. Bears seven and one at home. And I actually have a, uh, a prop bet regarding this game. Who's going to record the most sacks this weekend? Bears minus 150, Eagles plus 130. Uh, that's a good one. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with, ah, uh, oh, screw it. I'll go with the underdog. I'll go with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. All right. Betting against Khalil Mack? Yeah, not so much betting against him. Just want to have a, a little on the other side. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So what are we thinking about this game in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the, Game script, the guys that you like. Do you like Trubisky this year? At home, uh, he plays a, li- a lot better. 19 touchdowns, uh, at nine interceptions. On the road, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, definitely. And here's definitely another better. one for you. Yep, go ahead. Uh, was it, no, no, was it, the Eagles give up uh, the second most rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. It's only four, but uh, still, it's the second most in the NFL. Yeah, they've only given up one, though, on the road. Three of those mm-hmm. came at home. Good. They only okay. gave up one nice. against, I like that. Okay. against Mariota. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know the, the Eagles have in every away game but two, um, and that was Jacksonville and New Orleans. Go figure. At least mm-hmm. the Jacksonville side. Every every one of every one of the other six games, they've had at least one interception. Um, so that doesn't mm-hmm. bode well. Um, yeah, this is you know this is a game where all common sense says Chicago should win. It's got the the biggest spread uh, of the week, no doubt, mm-hmm. with the, the six and a half points uh, favored. Uh, but it is still a low, you know, forty one and a half over under. So they're not expecting a lot of points. And, and you know, when, mm-hmm. when you have halfway decent spreads and and low over unders, um, usually, you know, that, that's indicative of an issue that there there's something there that that's not quite coming together um you know they're mm-hmm. 
at this point, we're looking at a 24-17 game, you know, looking at implied mm-hmm. point totals. Um, and, and that's possible, but I'm not sure if they even get there. Um, <laughs> I, I, man, I, I think the under is the play here. And because of that, I also think that, you know, the Eagles have a chance to stay in this game. If Foles can play mm-hmm. anything like he did last week and, you know, get in there and, and play well against this tough defense. Believe me, I understand it's tough defense, but, you know, playoffs, things go out the window. These are all guys knowing what what they have to do. And in this case, this is a, a game that, you know, Eagles have to come out and put up some 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 points at, at the very best and play some defense. Their secondary is still hurting mm-hmm. and they're having given up a lot of points through the air. But that, that mm-hmm. front seven has to step up and get after Trubisky a lot in this one. Force him to make yeah. some errors. How about this juxtaposition? What a big word! Ooh, juxtaposition. juxtaposition. Other, right? uh, you like that? Yeah. Eagles third. Don't you passing. go blind if you use that too often? <laughs> no, the other thing. You go blind if you do the other thing. But we'll talk about that off air. Um, Eagles are thirty. I ain't talking about that off air with you. <laughs> Maybe with Shawnee. I like Shawnee. There you go. All right. All right. Then you and Sean can block me out and you can talk about it. Uh, Eagles 30th in passing yards per game allowed. Uh, they give up uh, a robust 321 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. But that might not make so much of a difference when you play in the Bears because their last three games, 50%, 52% of the Bears' offense is operated uh, through their run game. Absolutely. And, they, you know, we're, yeah. we're seeing yeah. more and more Jordan Howard, you know, Coming up a Very little good, bit bigger, yeah. getting more more yeah. playing time and, you know, getting that mm-hmm. chances at touchdowns. I, he's a guy I like this week. I think he's going to be very under-owned. Um, and, you know, yes. he, yeah. I think his value is there. Mm-hmm. Last five games, uh, just under 18 carries a game, just under 80 rushing yards, four touchdowns in those five games, uh, 4.53 yards per carry, even threw in six catches, which he doesn't do very often. And uh, a, a Give the credit to uh, Evan Silva again from Roto World. He brings up the fact this guy Howard is 230 pounds, right? Uh, he wears down defenses late in the late in the season, you know. Uh, and that's exactly what they backs do, like what that been, do well. Yeah. Right, that's what they've been building up to. They know they know they needed to get him going uh, as mm-hmm. we get into the playoffs because there are going to be times when they need to run that clock. And you know, I, I mm-hmm. like. Uh, I like Tariq Cohen, but that's not his job. He can't run out the clock. That's what Howard's got to do. So, you know, I I think Howard is definitely going to be in play in this game, and I think he has a a really good shot to score at least one touchdown. Mm -hmm. Do you think that – who do you think would be more owned? Is it going to be Tariq Cohen or Jordan Howard? Uh, Tariq Cohen would be more highly owned, especially in a PPR Mm -hmm. league, because I do expect Mm -hmm. Cohen to do well in the PPR. Uh, Catching Mm -hmm. passes, absolutely. I think they get him involved. Um, So, yeah, I do think he does more, and I do think he's going to be much more highly owned. Mm -hmm. Uh, Out of the – we spoke about how the uh, Bears are running the ball more, and Jordan Howard is getting more involved and more successful in running the ball. But is there anyone out of this uh, receiving crew that you're interested in? Uh, out of uh, the uh, Bears uh, receivers, uh, Allen Robinson, maybe. I mean, uh, maybe is this a Taylor Gabriel kind of week? You know, maybe a, more of a dart throw. Well, I'll give you a little peek behind the Daily Roto curtain, and you know, if we're talking Ooh. about just a Sunday slate, they they actually yeah, yeah. like uh, Gabriel in this one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly's secondary is beat up. They, 
definitely give up a lot of passing yards and big plays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that Gabriel does. He's a big play guy, and, you know, they, they like him a, a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Anthony Miller, I, I'm surprised. He has been cleared to play. Uh, dislocated his shoulder last week. I guess they just threw it into place and said, hey, this is the playoffs. You get out on the field. Yeah, um, and, and that's exactly <laughs> it. And, you know, hey, look, a lot of times, when it, you know, when it gets disjointed like that, when you do pop it back in, it, it feels almost back to normal. I'm not saying all the time, mm-hmm. but there are right. times I, I've seen guys have that done, get it popped right mm-hmm. back into place and go back on to play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the past, so it it, it can be done and uh, without a lot of pain. And once it is done, right. once it's back, it, it in some cases there, there's no residual pain to it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked about the uh, Sunday slate being real tough in DFS, uh, and uh, obviously at tight end, everybody's going to want to get Zach Ertz in there. But uh, Trey Burton, five catches in each of the last two games, is he someone that you would kind of use as a contrary play? And you know maybe get it in there a little cheaper. Uh, yeah, you, these. Oh, you hate man. to, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure there will be people that do that, and you're right. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he, over the last four weeks, I think it is, he's had what like 23 targets. So they are throwing mm-hmm. him the ball. The fact, the, mm-hmm. the the bigger problem though, um, is that you know over those four weeks he ha- hasn't had more than 36 yards. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the only game. That game he had 36 yards. He also scored a touchdown. It was against the Packers in week 15. That was the only game mm-hmm. that he went over double digits um, of those right. last four that, you know, with those many targets. So he's not doing a lot. He, we're talking about very short passes. Um, doesn't seem to have anything after the catch going on at all. Otherwise, the numbers would be bigger. Um, so, right. yeah, I, I'm not really feeling Burton. But, I mean, again, if you're trying to punt it, um, you know, not the worst play in the world because he does have some upside. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, personally, you know, you'll do it, but uh, you, will, you won't be happy about it, right? Uh, personally, for me, if I'm going to if I'm going to make that take that shot on a, um, a tight end in mm-hmm. on the Sunday slate only and I want to go yeah. cheap, I'm going to go Dallas Goddard. Just because I think he's got that big playability. And, you know, in any given week, he can give you that big game uh, Mm -hmm. and score touchdowns. They've tried to use him that way a few times already this year. So I could Mm -hmm. go there. I I just don't know if we really see that from Burton. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it comes to Burton, it reminds me of, let's say, a, a, a quote from one of those old Bugs Bunny cartoons where he goes, you know, I'll do it. I know I'll hate myself in the morning, but I'll do it. So, you know, yeah. you, may, you, know you may be forced to, to, to put Trey Burton in your lineup. You'll do it, but you'll hate yourself uh, on Monday. Hopefully, hopefully not. But I like the call on Dallas Goddard, you know. Um, uh, just to, right, just so, really because it's so much cheaper. I mean, you're talking about going from 4,500 down to 2,600. I think mm-hmm. the, the, he has more upside. Uh, the floor mm-hmm. is lower. Don't don't get me wrong. He could do nothing, but at that Abs- twenty six hundred, yes. I'm I'm more willing to get better chalk in my lineup and take the shot on him. Mm-hmm. Nineteen hundred dollar yeah. gain right there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at the Eagles. Uh, any any of these running backs? It's a full fledged three way running back by committee. <laughs> any of these guys? Do you trust more than the other? I can't see 
anyone that I trust. I, you know what? I, I wouldn't what mind, uh, and I have on a couple of uh, lineups taken a shot on Darren Sproles. Just mm-hmm. because he, he in the past he always seems to come up big in big games, mm-hmm. and I could see them you know throwing the ball this to could him be four his last or five game times of his career, and this could mm-hmm. be his last game, you know. So mm-hmm. just because of that, I'll take a shot on him again, just because he's very mm-hmm. cheap and you you know gives you a chance to go other ways with the chalk, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, you know I I don't know I don't think he's going to have a major game, but. Mm-hmm. I, there's definitely I would take him over you know Wendell Smallwood, Josh Adams, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I would take a bigger shot on him. Mm. Uh, so what are, what are you thinking about Nick Foles? I mean, we talked earlier in the in the show about how it just seems that he clicks a little bit better, uh, you know, with this Eagles offense. Uh, you know, uh, Alvin um, Alvin. <laughs> when I talk about the chipmunk, Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, this is a revenge game for him, right? He used to be a, a bear, uh, yeah. averaging uh, five catches for 100 yards in the in the three uh, foals starts that he's played in. Um, and then Nelson Aguilar, I talked about him. First couple of weeks of the season, Foles was a starting quarterback. Kind of, kind of sucked, to tell you the truth, those first two weeks. But Aguilar still caught eight, uh, eight catches in each of those first two weeks and now has three touchdowns in his last two games. So it just well, seems say, that, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's just backpedal a little bit. Go ahead. Second week uh, against, let's rewind. Rewind. The, the second week against the Buccaneers, he wasn't terrible. Um, you know, he had mm-hmm. 334 yards. He only threw for the one touchdown, but he got you over mm-hmm. 21 fantasy points. So he, he wasn't mm-hmm. absolutely terrible week two, just not what we mm-hmm. expected. Is You know, especially against Tampa Bay, you were hoping for more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, a, as of the last two weeks, he's, he's you know, six touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, almost 700 yards in those two games. Uh, of course, that mm-hmm. includes the huge game against Houston, 471 mm-hmm. yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you could throw 334 passing yards against the Bucks, though. Oh, yeah, I probably could. Sure. Yeah. With one <laughs> hand tied behind your back. I know you can. Yeah, really. Uh, anybody and can throw hopping on one foot. And hopping yeah, on one yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, put put a blindfold on you, like just like Bird Box. See that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. a, you ever see that? Have you seen that Bird Box movie? I haven't, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hear not good things about it, that it was basically yeah. boring and whatever. Yeah. And I liked it. Was it. Hype I don't it think when it, was it first great. came out. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of hype when it first came out, and everybody's, oh, look at this. And then all of a sudden, everybody came, started coming back. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't all that. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't great, but I thought it was good. And to me, it was like a uh, two-hour Twilight Zone episode. You know, kind of like the ending made sense, you know. Uh, okay. But, uh, and you know, the, the night I watched it was the night they had that explosion in Queens and they had that that, that big blue sky. So you know, you're watching a creepy movie and then that happens. You're like, holy cow, is there a little coincidence in this? But, uh, you know, <laughs> just, just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, so, uh, so, so Nick Foles, do you trust him as, uh, you know, against the, the Bears this week? Trust is a big word, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really don't. Although you know, Vegas has him uh, talk about his his prop bet real quick. We'll talk about after mm-hmm. the break. But his prop bet is at two hundred and fifty-two and a half yards. So they expect him to throw mm-hmm. a decent amount, fourth highest right. amount of the week by Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they think he's going to be playing from behind because uh, what, what did we say the uh, spread was? Was it six and a half? Yeah, it was the biggest spread of the week, right? Yep. Absolutely by far the biggest spread of the week. 
Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll finish with this game. Look at the prop bets uh, for this game as well. Uh, got some uh, some rumors in terms of uh, who the Bucks head coach could be. We'll talk about that when we come back. Listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hocus Pocus by Focus. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Boy, we're not dating yeah, ourselves now, are we? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was hoping he was going to play the chorus so we could sing along. But we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Houston Oilers. There we go. Houston Oilers. Hey, I want to let you know that the DailyRotor.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head to head and three ball betting tools, PGA pro tip, subscriber chat, and more. Go to dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's dailyroto.com. The fans are going nuts. (laughs) Go to dailyroto.com. Click on... The fans are going nuts. Uh, So uh, go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, click on Golf, enter promo code GOLF19 for that 10% discount. Are you a golfer, uh, Taz? Uh, Not really. Um, I I tried in the past, and while I could hit the ball a ton off the tee, I could never mm-hmm. figure out which way it was going to go once it got out about 100 yards. It would either yeah. veer very heavily left or veer very heavily right. It never went straight. <laughs> Are you supposed to scream out four? Like, it's supposed to, because I'm not a golfer. Do, do they scream out four so that people, like, like look up in the air? and, and you know, so the yeah, Only if there's them? people in front of them. But, yeah, <laughs> they still do that if there's people in front of yeah, them. But, you know, I like, well, like for me, perfect. that four number. Four! <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for me, I kind of like the surprise aspect. Mm-hmm. Four! You know, Just, I, I like you know, to surprise if people get, if they're ahead of me. You know, and, yeah, and yeah. we get it, you know, the way we play, you get extra points if you hit somebody. So, oh, gee, that's awesome. OK, <laughs> make up your own rules. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I had uh, teased a little bit of Bucks uh, head coaching news. Supposedly, according to Ian Rappaport, he says uh, Bruce Arians is the front runner for the Bucks head coaching job. 
So uh, I, think I was really hoping leave. he was going to go go to Cleveland. I was really hoping he was going to go. to He Cleveland. wanted to, right? That's what. Yeah, it's... I would have loved to see what he he would do with with Baker Mayfield. But um, you mm-hmm. know, hey, look, it, you know, the Bucks have have a decent offense. If he could work with with Winston and make him a more consistent, better quarterback, then good for them. I, I I've always loved him as a coach. Yeah, and I think he, he left uh, Arizona due to health reasons, so I guess it's good news that he's considering coaching again. That means, I guess, his Either health Either that or his wife is just driving him. him crazy and he has to get out of the house. Could be, could be. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, uh, working in Florida, maybe that's – well, you know, first he worked in Arizona, now he's going to work in – possibly work in Florida, two uh, retirement-related communities or states, right? You think of – both of those states as being kind of retirement uh, places. Nice, nice weather for the most part. Unfortunately, Florida might be on the water if you believe in the uh, the uh, global warming issues. But eh. all right, so good luck to Bruce Arians. Uh, good to hear. I guess his health issues might be behind him. So let's uh, finish off this uh, Bears uh, Eagles game. Uh, the six and a half. Do you think that the Bears could cover the six and a half, or do you think that it's going to be a tight game? And what do you think of that forty-one and a half over under? Uh, you know, the brain side of me says I, I think the Bears cover. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, that, that 41 and a half uh, scares me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't touch the over-under in this one. But, you know, mm-hmm. the brain side of me says the Bears should win this game. The heart side mm-hmm. of me says, man, I really want to see what happens if Nick Foles wins a couple more games. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see He's what it does to this will... Philly team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the legend will uh, increase, right? They'll be writing. Oh, yeah, It'll just be like fans will be like, are you kidding me? You're going to bring back Wentz again? Yeah. Two major injuries in two years. You get this guy that comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere and plays exceptional in the playoffs, and you're going to throw him away to go back to Wentz just so he can get hurt again? And you're not even going to keep mm-hmm. Foles around in case he does get hurt again? You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if Foles goes uh, way deep into the playoffs or even wins the Super Bowl, then he's definitely going to hell when he dies because he signed the deal with the devil, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. no hey, I'll sign that deal in a minute. Come here, devil. Let me sign that same deal. I'll do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll spend eternity in uh, in flames, right? Yeah, really. Uh, what so what heck? do you think about it? <laughs> What the hell is eternity? I could do that standing as, on my head. As I get older, I find that I like to be warm anyway. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> it's good, 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 uh, the creaky bones, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so Nick Foles, Nick Foles, 252 and a half uh, passing uh, prop bet over under. Oh, man, you know what? <laughs> uh, my, my, my head's saying under. It just is. Let's I'm going to stick with that for right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, his is totals for five games, individual totals. 117, 334, 270, 471, 221. Uh, I guess I'm kind of with you on this. I mean, against the Bears' uh, defense. Bears' defense and the Ravens' defense have been the two uh, most consistent ones uh, of the top uh, projected defenses, no, in, in fantasy? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. More cons- most consistent. Uh, yeah, I'd have to venture a guess on yeah. that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. really a big fan of you know fantasy defensive scoring as it stands now. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, one mm-hmm. of my projects for the off season is to totally change that up and make it you know more reflective of how a defense plays as opposed to being mm-hmm. you know based on lucky things like touchdowns. Nice. Um, you know, because yeah. touchdowns. So you can start a league with different. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, going to try right. and see if you're I can right. get my my fantasy league. If I come up with a good enough uh, good enough system, I'm going to try and see if I can get my fantasy league to give it as one of their options. There you go. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, you don't you don't like what's going on? Uh, find a way to get it changed, right? Uh, well, you know, I, I mean, Trubis- real quick, just real quick. If you look at it, yeah, yeah. You know, if you look at the points scored. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. the points you get uh, for a point scored, it's ridiculous. Um, there were only two mm-hmm. com- two total shutouts on, on the season, uh, first half of the season. I haven't done second half. But in the first eight mm-hmm. weeks of the season, there were only two teams that got totally shut out. Um, you have mm-hmm. to go up to uh, o- over 20 points before you g- even get close to halfway uh, number of games where they scored less mm-hmm. than 20 points. So, you know, you got to make that range different. Now, you get a lot mm-hmm. of points if you shut them out. Absolutely. That's a huge. Um, but you, you yeah. can't have it like, oh, if you zero is one and then one to five is another or, you know, some of the crazy stuff they have now. You, you got to make it more mm-hmm. indicative of what the actual game scores are, especially since game scores have increased. Right. Well, good point. And then good you point. take like it to it. a Take into account the yards that they give up, you know, first downs they give up, and take all of that into account because that's really how they play. Uh, you know, a lucky touchdown, a return touchdown, you, you can't you can't predict those. They're just going to happen from time to time, and that shouldn't be what a, a good defense is based on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I like what you're saying, and uh, hope you, hopefully uh, the people at my fantasy league uh, will uh, – Listen to you. I like it. I like it. Well, we go uh, way back. I, I know those guys pretty well. Okay. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, 236.5, over under passing. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. I, again, it, it really depends on you know whether or not the Chicago offensive line can keep him stand, standing against that tough you know, front seven of Philly. But if mm-hmm. they do, yep. then he should be able to pick apart that secondary. Um, you know, hopefully Allen Robinson is a little closer to healthy this week than he's been in the last few weeks. Right. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. I do think that he's going to have to go over. All right. Uh, what about uh, the rushing side for him? Twenty-four and a half. Yeah, see, that, that's a little tougher. Um, you know, I, I, I uh, it's like right on the mm-hmm. cuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, early in the season, I would have said absolutely. But in the second half of the season, he just hasn't run as much. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's only had one game in the second half of the season that he went over 40 yards. I, I'm going to take the under. I, I think he's going to try and throw a bit more than he's going to try and run. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and let's see. Maybe before – let's see. I was going to say maybe before we get to the rushing uh, totals, I'm going to give you one of my uh, – lineups for tomorrow if you have one you could share one as well because uh, okay. i just want to just throw out a, just at least one each uh dfs lineup for tomorrow's game slates i have uh, mitch trubisky as my quarterback uh gus edwards and jordan howard as my two running backs uh 
This is on DraftKings, by the way. Uh, I went with Nelson Aguilar as one of my wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey, I believe in the revenge game, uh, went with him. And uh, I'm with you. I think that the uh, uh, the, the Bears are going to take advantage of the uh, the poor secondary for Philadelphia. I put Allen Robinson as my third wide receiver. Uh, went with Zach Ertz. No surprise. And Tariq Owen is, Cohen is my uh, my flex. And I uh, went with the uh, Ravens as my fantasy defense. Okay, well, here's mine. Again, uh, again on DraftKings. Um, I, I also went in this lineup with Trubisky. Just, again, mm-hmm. I don't love the quarterbacks on Sunday slate. Uh, yeah, I just think yeah. he has the most upside. It's a tough slate. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I went with Trubisky. Then I went with Gordon. At 7,900, Cohen at 6,700, Keenan Allen at 7,300, Allen Robinson at 5,600, Taylor Gabriel at mm-hmm. 4,600, uh, Zach Ertz at 6,300, and then Dallas Goddard mm-hmm. at 2,500, and the Chargers mm-hmm. defense. Yeah, like it. I like it. Um all right, so let's get through uh, more of these uh, props. I just wanted to share with our audience, uh, we, and we both agreed that the Sunday slate was tough to, to was tough to make a yes. list, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saturday slate so, is much nicer have, than the Sunday slate. Um, yes, and and yes, just yes, just so you know, um, Ty Hilton and Dontrell Inman are both uh, active today against the Texans. Good. Okay, good, very good. And you know that uh, that means Ty Hilton's going to have a big game. Because every time he's been a game time decision, he's kicked ass. So yeah, right. and he has put up some good numbers against the Texans as well in Texas and in Houston. And K- uh, Kiki Kute is also active. I almost forgot about that. Nice. That's a big one. That's a big one. So. Um, uh, Jordan Howard. We talked about him. How he's been more productive lately. Sixty-three and a half. Over on there for rushing. I'm going to go with the over in this one. I, I do like Howard in Me this too. game. Yeah. Again, uh, I, I think he's going to do, do some damage here. I, I do like him his chance to score as well, uh, but I do think he mm-hmm. goes over that, that number. A mm-hmm. um, couple of Eagles running backs, Josh Adams, 41.5, and, and Wendell Smallwood, 23.5. Uh, um, <laughs> I wouldn't touch Wendell Smallwood in, in, in a heartbeat. Um, Josh Adams, I, I'd bet the under on Josh Adams. I'm well, just probably not, not going to be able to fan. find it. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's um, what they call Smallwood. I'd take the under on Adams. In a full-blown committee, he just doesn't do enough. Mm-hmm. I think I would go under with the Adams, and I might go. I could see like Smallwood rushing for thirty yards. So just as a goof, I think I would take the over, but I wouldn't feel very confident about it. But uh, we talked about how hard it is to decide what the heck to do with these Eagles running backs. Uh, how about running back rushing and receiving combined? Tariq Cohen, sixty and a half. I like him to go over. I do think he's going uh, to do yeah. you know, 80% of that damage through the air, but he'll also get some rushes. Mm-hmm. I, I like him to go over. Mm-hmm. And Darren Sproles, same, uh, same thing, combined rushing and receiving, 38 and a half. Well, hopefully if it works out for my DFS lineups, he'll go over that as mm-hmm. well. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I wish you luck in that. And uh, wide receivers, uh, let's see if any of these, like, uh, strike a chord with you. Allen Robertson, a 52-and-a-half. Taylor Gabriel, I know you had him in your DFS lineup, 40-and-a-half. Aguilar, 39-and-a-half. Uh, and Golden Tate. Golden Tate, man, 30-and-a-half. Yeah, Golden Tate has been such a letdown since mm. he moved over. Yes. Um, you know, yes. I, I I like Allen Robinson at 52 and a half, just taking a flyer. I might take it on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Gabriel at 40 and a half, I'd take a flyer on him. Um, mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey at 57 and a half, I think he goes over as well, just because Foles yeah, is looking for him a lot. Uh, Tate, mm-hmm. uh, I can't bet on Tate. Thirty and a half might just I be know. his actual number when all's said and done. Um, you know, same You'll thing with Anthony Miller. With him. At, at twenty-one <laughs> and at twenty-one and a half for Anthony Miller is yeah. another one I just can't right. touch. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 amazing how uh, you know the we talked about this in previous shows how the Eagles actually traded for him, but haven't figured out how to get him involved in their offense. Uh, in the uh, tight end. Uh, for tight end, 65-and-a-half for Zach Ertz, over-under? i, I got to go with the over. I, I figure they got to feed Zach Ertz if they have any chance in this game. They really have to get him involved. And, it's a uh, tough Trey matchup. Burton, I get all that. It um, is, yeah. Trey Burton, I can't, if I bet on Trey Burton, it would be the under. I'm just not a big believer. Mm-hmm. And uh, your guy, Dallas Goddard, that you mentioned before, is over on their 18 and a half. That could be a sneaky uh, over maybe, right? Well, that's sneaky. it. If they, if, they, if they take Ertz out of the game, then Goddard's going to be in play. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking such a low number, I'll take a flyer on that. Uh, all he needs is, mm-hmm. you know, one good play, and he beats that. So I would take a, a flyer on that. I wouldn't bet the house on it, but I wouldn't mind putting a little mm-hmm. bit of change on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, in this league... Uh, comes on after us. You could uh, listen to that show uh, and uh, put the volume down on your TV, watch uh, the, the playoffs. Uh, what's uh, on tap for you for us today? What's, what's the uh, Taz snack? As you, do you snack as you watch your games? Do you watch, uh, do, you, do, you, you know, do you eat dinner in front of the TV? What goes on in the Taz residence today? Always TV in front of the TV. Yeah, always you know, <laughs> dinner in front of the TV, and it's uh-huh. looking like it's going to be Sicilian pizza tonight, probably with pepperoni. Ooh, I like it, like it. A little meat on that Sicilian pizza, nice. Yeah, thick, we got uh, a good crust, pizzeria right? close by, and it's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice thick doughy crust. Yeah, it comes out excellent. Sounds yeah. nice. Well, you live in How Jersey. How about you? What, you what, what's your snack of choice? Uh, oh, what's my snack of? Uh, what? You name it. <laughs> you For name football it. games. Oh, I love. Oh, I love a meat lovers, but meatballs, sausage, uh, pepperoni, you lo- meat lovers. It has to be meat lovers. Nice and thick, too. All right. Thanks to Sean Angle, producing our show. Thanks to Jim Day, making this a pleasant experience. Good luck to you this week. Enjoy the wild card uh, NFL weekend. We'll be back with you next week on Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.